Hey learners, Joe here. Before we get to the episode, I just wanted to congratulate all the participants of Ludum Dare 48 Deeper and Deeper. It was a lot of fun to take part in, and that's the topic of today's episode, so for now, let's get started. Existence is one big learning journey, and we want you along for the ride. You are listening to the Learner's Permit Podcast, an amateur's guide to YouTube, bringing you behind the screen to show you all the creativity and calamity that comes with it. These are your hosts. I'm Molly. And I am Joe. On our docket today, soup, stock, broth, and of course, a taste of what's to come. But first, how are you tonight, Molly? I'm doing all right. I'm s- actually, I'm stressed to all hell. Why did I say I'm fine? <laughs> You're just, the, you're just that dog in the Bernie Cafe. Yes, constantly. But I'm very, very happy with our topic for this evening. Yes. Now, if any of you have listened to our last two episodes, you'll know that we just got finished with Ludum Dare 48. The topic was deeper and deeper. During that, Molly was the lead writer. I was the lead programmer. We'll get more into those later. We also had an incredible artist, Trick E, and then our outstanding composer who, well... He's an artist, musician, a role player, and he's on call with us right now. Let's give a big gay Texas welcome, whatever that sounds like, to Illumina Nightmare. How's it going, Aeon? <laughs> I I don't even know what a big gay Texas uh, hello is, but it definitely has nothing to do with yees or haws. The sound of Austin traffic plays in the distance. <laughs> Cries because it's right outside my window. <laughs> yeah. So how are well, you? Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I it's my pleasure to be here tonight. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. Good. Glad to hear. So you made some music for us pretty quickly and initially just completely blindsided me with it. Yeah. <laughs> I the, somewhere on Joe's VOD of his stream of one of his streams at the event, there is me screaming at the ending music because I was like, oh no, I'm gonna cry at like the second bar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm flattered to hear that. But yes. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Thank yeah, thank you. Both you and Tricky were complete surprises to me towards the, <laughs> the beginning towards the beginning of the of the event because you guys not only did stuff so quickly but you did it so beautifully and i'm just sitting here like with my covid arm and my keyboard like <laughs> i completely understand i'm actually like surprised i was able to cough on music that fast with basically no information yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> i was i was I, I was, about that yeah um, please tell us more about that. Yeah, what, what inspiration did you have? How did you come to such wonderful pieces, especially that one that Molly almost cried to, with such little lines explaining the situation, such as, it's a clearing with a tree, or there's a lake, or it's a forest path, a forest path where the character panics. How did... <laughs> so, uh, so behind kind of how I was inspiring myself with these songs... Um, when I was kind of picturing in my head uh, for for the lakeside and for the tree, I just kind of like thought, if I were playing a game, what would I want it to sound like here? And I took a step back because I, I ran a D&D campaign a couple of years ago, and I was having trouble finding music that kind of fit the mood of the situation that was going on. Ironically, by a lakeside, one of them was. So I was like putting myself in that in my shoes, which is why I even offered to do the music for you. Because I was like, dang, having to find like stock music or uncopyrighted music is such a pain in the butt and it's 
still just doesn't quite like move the way that I'm looking for. So um, I just put myself kind of in the shoes of like, I guess you guys or the player and just thought, what would I want to hear? When it came to the ending theme, however, that I put a lot of kind of my heart and soul into, I guess for lack of a better term. Everything that I produce kind of has a piece of me in it. But that one in particular, I, I kind of got a little more perspective on like what was going on in the game at that point. And I just put together this like small piece that kind of felt like a relief to me, I guess. So that was that was a lot of fun. For the the panicking one, I suffer from like mass anxiety among other things. So I kind of like thought to myself like, what's this gonna sound like? And I actually wrote a piece that I didn't send to Joe that was like cataclysmically anxiety. <laughs> so uh, that one was a little intense. I toned it down drastically. Ah, uh, the soundtrack to my daily life. that's what you guys have in the game. So I'm very glad that you guys enjoyed the music. And I've been playing piano and doing music since I was four years old. So I don't call myself like a professional in any way or form because I'm not like mm, college or university trained. But I, I did do like piano and I actually played over 12 instruments in high school. So wow. it's been a long time Jeez. since then. I've, Definitely not anywhere near that anymore. I just do piano and that's it. But definitely had so much fun writing those pieces. It just gave me a little bit of spark of influence to do music. Good. And I haven't really had that in a while. Other than some of the things I'm working on personally. Awesome. I'll need to throw some gifts at you to inspire you further then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I've said it before and I'll say it again you you and Tricky made this game and we are we're I'm not the only person who thinks that I'm gonna share my screen with you real quick of the comments that are on players that are from players of the game and the comments are all about the art and the music so very enjoyable experience the art was nice got ending too because there's three endings in the game music and graphics they were really great good atmosphere I love the art of the music. Someone who didn't realize the game was meant to be played in full screen said the text didn't <laughs> quite fit on the screen, so I couldn't play all of it, but the audio was amazing. Yeah, that actually um, that actually was an issue within the player itself. I had to resize the display to get everything to display properly, mm. uh, but that is fixed now. If you go to our AGO page. Yes. Art is stunning. There there are other things here about the music. Sorry, there's a lot of comments on here. Uh, the music <laughs> captured the mood really well. Mm-hmm. Like every everything on here is basically about how people love music. And I 100% agree with them. Graphics and music <laughs> were really great. Yes. I love the narration and the music the most. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's really great. Mm-hmm. So your, your work is loved. <laughs> it is. I appreciate that. I'm honestly like really flattered. <laughs> good. I'm, I'm good. I'm, yes, good. We, Sorry. We gotta beat that. <laughs> I don't into know how it. to follow that up. I actually built a lot of the narration of the game around the the music pieces. So you kind of inspired me in turn. And then the art just came in and was such an... It all worked really, really well together, which I, I wasn't expecting. But the reason why I say you guys made the game for us was because, I mean, without the two of you, Joe and I would have had so much more of a, of a struggle doing it. Yeah, a, a much less impactful experience. <laughs> Yes, 100%. I understand. Also, well, I, finish your thought. Go ahead, I'm so sorry. 
I was just gonna say, like, between me and Tricky, I know that we were both really excited to help you guys out. So we're both really, really happy that the fans are enjoying the game. And uh, of course, we want you guys to get as much attention on that as possible. So Thank you. Uh, Thank you. we put our hearts and soul into this. This is what you guys did. It it shows, and you guys did amazing. Have you managed to play the game yet? I have not. Okay, I'm gonna put it in the chat here. There is a content warning in there for you, just in case there's any triggers or anything that you don't want to see. No hard feelings if you can't play it for whatever reason, but it is there for you to see the outcome of the dare firsthand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> By the awesome. way, for those of you who are listening, that is factotemproject.io slash stock is the name of the game. Mm -hmm. Stock, a tale from the pages. Yes. And as well, for those of you that are listening farther in the future, beyond the play and rate period for the dare, we are going to be putting together an update that has some of the art assets we weren't able to get in in time, some bug fixes, and especially after Aeon was working on it about a half hour ago, we are going to have an OST download for the soundtrack with cover art from Aeon. I am so excited about that. <laughs> uh, I was like, I, I need this music for <laughs> I actually have a surprise friends. for you guys. Oh? I'm writing a longer version of the ending theme oh, as thank well. You. Thank you. That may have some lyrics to it. Oh. I'm not sure what? if that's going to work out or not. If but, you need help with that, let us know. Of course. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was messing around on my piano earlier. There's some stuff I'm doing on private work, and I was like, I'm going to listen to this song again because it's kind of touching. And I was like, what if I made this longer? And I was like, what if I, what if I gave it to the creators of this game just kind of as a thank you for letting you participate and be a part of it? So that... If it's up to the artists, of course, you guys, but if you want to also add that to the playlist. It will, of course, be added. That would be fun. Abs absolutely. Thank you so much. It'll just be, you know, 40 US dollars. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. This takes your soul. No, no. Just, send, send me the PayPal. No. Send me your PayPal. No. I've been trying to get it for years. Yeah. Send me your PayPal. <laughs> You're not getting it. Speaking of... I have been wondering about whether or not we should open up donations for the game, starting at like $4, kind of like a pay, um, pay if you want kind of thing, starting at $4 so that this, the pay can be split four ways. Oh, that's fair. Um, I was just wondering how, there's another fucking plane. Um, there is another plane. <laughs> how how y'all felt about that, if or if we just wanted the game to be free out there for people. Either or. And if we do put it out free, then we can make another game in the future that is more advanced and can be worth pay you guys are definitely a lot of fun to work with so oh, thank uh, you so for any music in your future i got you I, and believe thank me so it much. is it is very fun to work with someone who when i mentioned when, when so so you asked me hey what are you up to and i said the ludum dare you said what's that i said it's a 72 hour game development sprint you said do you need any music for that i'm just like uh <laughs> sure you're just like what do you need i'm just like well the first area is this and it was like what five six minutes later that you sent me <laughs> it was <laughs> I wrote one song in six minutes. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, so, you're just like, all right, I'll work on, side. I'll work on the forest and I'll work on the lakeside. Then six minutes later, you're just like, actually, I finished the lakeside first. Here, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Please continue on, on without me. How do we continue on, Anne? Uh, I don't know. I'm actually surprised you can't hear the ice cream truck outside. That's literally parked <laughs> next to my apartment. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like 85 degrees outside and raining. Tell them I want I some. I guess it's the perfect day for ice cream. Tell them I want some. I want some ice cream. I don't even know how much it is anymore. I mean, I think the last time I ever went to an ice cream truck, it was like everything was like a dollar to a dollar twenty-five. So I imagine it's eight dollars by now. Pro- probably. It's like the price of Girl Scout cookies. It's stealing your soul and like charging your arm and kidney for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you still have? Did you save the higher anxiety song? I did not. I uh, the way I write it is like I was using that um, file, so I deleted the parts that I didn't like. Okay. And like rewrote it to the the way that it is now. Okay. Would it be plausible to recreate that? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll see what happens if I decide to throw it around again. Right, if you decide um, to, that could that would also fit in pretty well. For sure. <laughs> Hi, I've returned. Hi, welcome back. Welcome back. I also Thanks. might as well send you while we're discussing the OST and stuff for it. That is the art that uh, that Aeon had made for it. That's fucking beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I that appreciate is, it. That is haunting and gorgeous in all the right ways. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite slash least favorite part of the spoons coming out of the water. <laughs> Especially because I t- it's really ominous to me. Everything else it was really done is. with no spoons. I'm just like, hey, Aeon, if, if you feel like it, there is a lot of spoon imagery in the game. And then Which he just really... went with it. <laughs> Which is really weird in terms of development. Like, so the dare started at like 9 p.m. on a Friday, mm-hmm. which is good for us in Eastern time who have full-time jobs that can start like well into the night. But at the same time, it's kind of just like, okay. Uh, and we didn't have a whole lot of solid plans prior to the dare because there was like 16 options and we yeah. did not have physically enough time to come up with any ideas for things. Yeah, we didn't have time to workshop all of them. So it kind of just became not a thought experiment, but like a stream of consciousness in the chat. Yeah. Like I woke I woke up on Saturday just like 71 messages mm-hmm. between Tricky and Joe. It, it started as like, what if we went with Rings of Hell, but each ring is another section of the forest. It's my cat, everybody. <laughs> I, I started going into what if at each ring of the forest ended with a selection of choices and there was one obvious choice that would keep you safe but choosing that was the path of stagnation because you weren't pushing yourself and developing yourself further that's amazing eventually tricky brought up what if there's a lake of truth in there and eventually pushed that further to what if the truth that the lake bestows on the character is that it's not their fault and that the entire cycle of going through the forest is a cycle of guilt and self-destruction. And here we are. And that really stu- set the core of things. Yeah. <laughs> I forget how the spoons well, came th- in. That's the next thing. Than- that was you. That was, yeah, that, I know that was me. That was you. You said, well, one thing I can say is, I don't know how we'll fit it in, but spoons show you a warped version of your reflection. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's really funny because I was hearing about these spoons. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for me, when I hear the word spoons, it reminds me of mental health 
because I don't know if you two are aware of the term, but when somebody says that they don't have spoons, it's saying that they don't really have like the mental energy or physical energy even to do something because they've used all their spoons for that day. So that's something that I have kind of taught a lot of my coworkers and people around me. It's a, a phrase that I use a lot just to kind of let people know that like, oh, I don't have the spoons for that. Like, I can't handle that. I don't have the mental or physical strength to do something like that. And you can lose spoons from anything, whether it's like, you know, just working a nine hour shift or having an argument with a customer or stubbing your toe even. Oh, Some especially. Just lose spoons for for things that others would call minuscule, but for us, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. So when I'm hearing about these spoons, I'm thinking like, okay, like, there's going to be some sort of connection to that. But there isn't, in that sense, like it wasn't anything what I was expecting at all. So again, I was writing this music kind of like, I guess, assuming things. Uh, but it happened to just work out, which I'm very happy for. I mean, there was still an element of the emotional spoons. When Molly brought up spoons, she did in parentheses say, and also the parallel for emotional health. Yeah. <laughs> especially because the story itself, especially with the looping, is essentially about a destructive mental health pattern. Mm -hmm. And you only <laughs> and the character only really properly progresses for the most part when he has the spoon. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you were you were your assumption was correct. You guys just did an amazing job with, with the writing and oh, thank thank you. figuring out like your path of this. And then the the other big contribution from Molly was when Molly just went, "What if we just put a big garden?" Of Eden-esque tree. Oh to yes, go, the spoon to go, tree. To, well, well, I don't think you had it as the spoon tree originally. You said a big Garden of Eden-esque tree to go along with the truth and knowledge aspect of things. And then I thought that was tricky that brought that up. You brought up the tree. Did I? I, I looked through the chat before doing this to make sure. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, have, I took some notes on the original discussion to make sure. And yeah, so that's how that one eventually it became the spoon tree. And which I love <laughs> the imagery of, by the way. Oh yes, it's it's. Great great imagery and that gave us the two big landmarks that the entire world was built around the tree and the the lake you mean mm -hmm. which also yeah. is what we see right there in the uh in the album art oh yes i love it and <laughs> thank you what's especially interesting i know this was not intentional <laughs> No. You have it moonlit. The game makes it very clear that the person never actually sees the end of the day. It never actually reaches night until you get, I guess, the good ending. Oh, dang. <laughs> Surprise. The so, good ending is the OST. <laughs> so, so symbolically then, and I'm pulling this out of thin air because I just realized it, the good ending is when you can finally rest, mm -hmm. both in terms of like physical daytime and emotionally, emotionally. yeah. Stop carrying the it. weight of the guilt on your shoulders, yeah. Not only that too, but our first photo shoot, which y'all can see some images of on our Instagram, involved a lake and a tree nearby it. Oh yeah, it <laughs> When I really strained my arm hanging off of the tree. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You had a bruise for, like, what, two weeks after yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Just big welt down my arm. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> yeah. What else would I do? Throw swords in the ground. That is fair. I... <laughs> True. <laughs> so, I'm really surprised. One of the reasons why I feel like this entire situation was kind of a miracle was because A, we started late. Be yeah. Because we started at like 3pm on Saturday because my brain just didn't work. We, we mostly started <laughs> then. I was able to build the rough 
outline of things and program in most of the major choices into the game with just filler text until you were able yes. to start filling things in. But we didn't have enough exact details nailed down for Tricky to start working on art yet. So <laughs> Yes, so, so Tricky... Uh, Tricky will probably blame himself for not being able to get things done, which, I mean, if I were in his, his position, I would be upset too. Don't get me wrong, but He, he, I, he blames a I mix take... of himself and COVID in general. That's, that's fair. <laughs> I fully blame myself. <laughs> because had I... It was, it was more of a mental thing than it was a physical thing, though the fatigue was there. I feel like I could have, like, pushed past it because, thank God, I did not suffer the way you did with my second <laughs> shot, Joe, which is what I was so afraid of. And then my body was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> mm. But yeah, had had we not started the actual writing process late, I feel like Tricky would have had more time. But yeah. at the same time, it's kind of a double-edged sword because that also gave me and, the, and us as a group more time to figure out what the story base actually was because I do better when basing ideas off of something. I, I need a jumping off point or an outline usually. Mm, which came yeah. a little bit from me and Tricky just going back and forth panicked at, at first when we're just like, we don't have a writer right now, we need a plan. <laughs> yes, when you don't have a writer, the best thing you can have is a plan. <laughs> mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's how you get a yellow book of riddles or a book about some sort of Argonian. I wish oh I understood God. those references. And did you get those references? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the references, Molly, are uh, in Daggerfall, the, the second game in the Elder Scrolls main canon. They either didn't have the time or didn't have it in the budget for a writer to fill out enough of the books that they wanted to have in there. So they had the programmers write books, which led to a whole bunch of joke books. And then a whole bunch of smut, which led to the Lusty Argonian Maid series. Great. Stay away from that skooma. Yeah. Stay away from the skooma. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. So speaking of writing, unless there's something else you want to ask Aeon for about music. I just wanted to add the second half of my thought before I forgot it. Oh, yes, absolutely. The, yeah, sorry about that. The, the other half of why this game is a miracle is that I felt like we were completely overshooting things and we still got it done anyway. <laughs> mm. And that it worked so well. <laughs> just without really any need for anything. And it's just like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad that I managed to launch it without any catastrophic bugs. Yes. Same. There, there's, there's a few bugs, but they're not things that will impact the gameplay. And there's also the fact that I realized 15 minutes before submission, wait a minute, Tricky is getting these images packed together as PNGs so they have the transparency. All the test code is in JPEG. Oh, so no. I had to <laughs> update uh, something like... Uh, Probably 140, 150 lines of code oh, with, from, from JPEG to PNG. And you still had time to add the fucking achievements. I added the achievements before that. Because I was just like, you're there's nothing... You're still a madman. I'm glad you did it. But yeah. you're still a madman. I was just like, there's nothing else <laughs> I can do right now. Let's just make it so you can reset your progress 
but keep your achievements and symbols for beating each of the three endings. I made it so you can return to the menu and then resume at any time, and I added the achievements. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like that was kind of the uh, the mo of the of the dare was I'm waiting for the next hour for Molly to finish this paragraph. Let's do something cruel and <laughs> unusual. <laughs> anyway. I've said my piece. You you two were saying? I was actually going to ask you to say more of your piece, technically. Right. Okay. And I was going to ask, with your approach to writing it, what some of the biggest issues you had were. Oh, boy. I think the overall structure of what we were trying to do sometimes was a little bit lost on me because you were asking for a specific thing that I do a specific thing in terms of like how I organized each of the text for the areas as things changed mm -hmm. and at first I didn't really get that and then I kind of got it but I still got confused about the progression anyway because it wasn't all linear it was all like area one sections one two and three of different mm -hmm. versions of what happened and then that's part of the reason why some of the text loops with the exact same terminology specifically in area three yes if we had more time if we had more time and or i had the energy to i feel like it would have been good to go back and give that more polish or more or more encounters yeah and i feel like some of the issues with the with the writing and and the coding in tandem i feel like was the the number of loops because i played the entire game through i got all the achievements and stuff because mm -hmm. i knew how to cheese it well i asked you how to cheese it <laughs> i didn't i knew vaguely how to cheese it yes yes but uh oh i thought train leaving the station <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, issue with writing and coding in tandem was the number of loops because it ended up feeling like things weren't progressing when the person was actually on the right track. Mm. So I feel like if we were to update this or remaster it, I feel like having more happen or having fewer loops. And I know you changed that, Joe, to make it fewer loops. Yes, I did. Because I... of one of the play tests. Yes, after one of the play tests, I changed it from there's one activity that you have to do in eight loops and well I, I think I actually brought it down to six or seven loops yes I, I, I brought it down to it, six or seven loops and all, all the other things, th there's like four main objectives in the game, and they all take between like four to eight loops to beat. And you can accomplish multiple object parts of the objectives in each loop. So in so you can beat the game on the eighth or ninth loop. Okay. Originally, yeah. you had to do that certain thing ten times. Good lord. Because I was why I was planning for there to be other things that would change, and for things to be offset in changing. So each loop there would be like one area that would change. Gotcha. Okay. Which is why. Okay. Yeah. As a player, I feel like having gone through that experience, like there were things in the text that did subtly change her area to kind of cut it down because you mm -hmm. essentially read it a bunch and it reflects the character being there so many times. Yes. Hi, plane. <laughs> Pause for plane. Plane. All right. The tree, the plane's mostly gone. The tree's mostly gone. <laughs> the tree's mostly um, gone. Only in one run. It's, it's on fire. Yeah. But, but yeah, so my original thought was every area would have little things change in the first, second, maybe third loop. And then after that, each loop, one thing would change. And that would bring you to something changing every loop for like 13 loops. That was my original plan. And we just didn't have the time to write enough changes for the second and third areas. Yeah. And it was, it was more of a, cause we had ideas that just didn't crystallize concretely. And that's why I feel like I kind of got 
lost in some of the writing a little bit because we didn't have like a, a concrete outline. We just had the, a beginning and an ending, which which always happens to me. Fair. Yeah, we had area one, solid. Area four, solid. Area two and three, yeah, I had to I had to essentially make that entire thing, including all the descriptions from scratch, mm -hmm. so that Tricky knew what to draw. Yeah. Aside from what we had already established the previous mm -hmm. day. It, it actually got to the point as we're going through and doing test runs and editing things that I couldn't tell area two and three apart during most of the testing. Yeah, I um I kind of got lost a little bit too because I was just looking at the tech side of the the script and not really at the uh, the coding side very much. Because mm -hmm. they're, they're both areas that turned into big areas of reflection for the character at, over actively doing things. And that kind of starts to merge together sometimes. Yeah. However, speaking of merging together, let's talk about the secret area a little bit. Yeah, let's talk about the secret area after this hella trooper goes by. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that one's loud. Can you actually hear it? Yeah. Jeez. Hella trooper. It's just a bigger fan. What were we saying? A secret area. Secret so area. The area mostly devoid of sound. Yes, the area mostly devoid of sound, aside from the kick-ass sound I, effect entrance. Mm -hmm. and, and I will mention again. I don't. I think I mentioned in the last one. I don't remember. I, I think I mentioned when I used that sound effect also during another video. Yes, I think you did. But just as a reminder, if I if I remember to, I'll play the sound effect now. And the way I made that sound was I took my big one gallon water jug, stainless steel. It was full of water when I did it, when I did it so it, ma it made a bit more of a ringing sound, but I just put it down next to the microphone. <laughs> and that sound I distorted and reversed. And there we go. It became beautiful. It's definitely a sound I've heard in horror games. Mm -hmm. Which is wonderful. Yeah. Because it, was it very fits fitting. your character. It fits, it fits somebody so well. Mm -hmm. Not sure who um, um, Yeah, I, I don't recall <laughs> the name. No, I don't um, either. What were we I, talking about? I don't know. Every time oh, that sound comes, it just sounds like... It, it just feels like all sound around just gets sucked into it. Yeah. Anyway, that's the sound effects for this game is why having the YouTube channel came really in handy because all the sound effects we used were ones uh, that, we that weren't that weren't voice were ones that we had from videos. Mm, what I was able to rip pieces of audio from things we'd recorded in the past and remix them, uh, add some distortion. Like the leaf walking sound. Mm, I literally remixed the leaf walking sound. I added some distortion to it, and then I used Audition's remix function to make it from a 11 second clip to a seamless minute and a half. Wow. Amazing. It is. I don't understand how it does it. Speaking of sound effects, I technically made a sound effect for the game as well. You did. Because there is a is a portion of the game, if you can find it, with voice lines mm -hmm. from both Joe and myself. Mm -hmm. One of mine still needs to be fixed. Yes, one uh, of them, but the linking did not quite work. Yes, but that's for later. Yeah. And then I was testing out in Audacity what I could do for sound effects. And in one of the endings, you hear a hollow and ungodly wail, and that is my voice 
mega slowed down. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. And I, I quite enjoy it. Same. I, d- I didn't realize that making sound effects could be so simple or so fun. Mm-hmm. I- and it's one of the best things about making stuff. There's also an effect that I used on my voice, on the voice line that I have in there, that it sounds like a radio playing in a different room, basically. And it plays in the background behind my voice. How did you make that sound in particular? The way I made that sound is I took a noise sample, did noise reduction, but Adobe Audition. You can set to save the noise that's being removed and cut out the main vocals. So all you heard was the sound of my voice bouncing off of the walls in the background and then the ambient noise. It's really clever. So what you're saying is we've got a bunch of wizards working on this game. Well, yeah, we have you and Tricky. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure you count as a wizard too, Joe. I'm, I'm just a <laughs> goblin. No, 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 <laughs> no, Molly. You know this. Be- because of my weird ability to do strange things well uh-huh. without people teaching me to do it, that makes me a sorcerer. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll continue to be the elder tonight. Excellent. Yes, please do. Technically, if we're being technical here, technically stat-wise, I'm also a sorcerer, but in spirit, I'm a cleric. I I feel like clerics embody the... the, They're the spiritual embodiment of the anxiety that I feel. Constantly having to take (laughs) care of others and be prepared. (laughs) Yeah, so, gone over the music, we've gone over the writing. Can we talk about the art real fast? We can talk about the art. How beautiful it is. It Tricky counted and he, he, he did like 40 images in two days. Mm-hmm. It was actually more than 40. It came out to like 48 images wow. in the two days. Yeah, he's really talented. He's yeah, incredible. He and he's very upset because he had a few very big pieces he was planning to work on at the end of it and then didn't realize how close that actual end of the dare was. Which is totally fine mm-hmm. because A, we can always update it. Yeah. And to be whatever we want. Mm-hmm. And B, there's always next time because I really want to do this again. Yeah, just not the October one because that is going to be... That's going to be wedding season for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just need to plan it. Mm-hmm. I'm already in in <laughs> talks as well with Tricky about a few special Easter egg pictures to show up and special things to happen that might help people that get to the secret area to understand a little more about what they're supposed to do in the game. Really? Okay. Because if they're going to randomly get, because it's a one in a hundred chance for you to get that secret, unless you do certain, a very specific combination of things in the game, which brings it to a one in five. Yes, the the second instance, absolutely. The first instance, First instance is still one in five as well if you've done those things. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, what that means, though, is if you get that thing and take a certain teleport option, then you end up having a 1 in 25 chance for a bad end run to be saved by the second secret area. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is great because the secret area was originally like a joke that we decided to take seriously. Mm -hmm. And then it came out to have a mechanical effect, which is even better. Yeah. (laughs) Because we like like to see our assets support each other to create a cohesive whole. Yeah. And 
Well, I was just going to say, immediately after we published the game, you sent the link to a streamer, and the streamer, it was the second game, I think, that that streamer played. And he did that specific combination of things and got the first secret area because of it. <laughs> Though, That's I great. don't think he had the volume up high enough to actually get the full impact of it, but... No, he didn't, which is unfortunate. But I was, we were, we were watching it together, and I was sitting here in my chair screaming... Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because somebody <laughs> got it and john was like are you john my fiance was like are you okay i'm like yes mm -hmm. <laughs> and then we had another streamer today our friend mk also known as angel thana mm -hmm. streamed the entirety of the game today it took them about an hour and a half to get every ending it, was it get every ending and every achievement which is great because the fact that we made an hour and a half of playtime blows my mind. Oh, did they did they get both secret? Uh, yes, they did. They got both secrets um, from one, the second one from the specific uh, combination to save the bad end. Mm -hmm. And the first, I think, naturally, I don't know. Really? But it's the, that was the first fucking planes. That's, even still, that's a one in 500, uh, maybe one in 250 chance to be able to get that combination. <laughs> Yeah, like that was the first time I'd ever seen anyone do that. Yeah, that's that's effect that's basically a perfect run. That's amazing. I think if you do that actually, you can get every single achievement in the game in a singular run. Wow. They didn't end up doing that because <laughs> they got they got the bad end. They got uh sorry, the um Oh, they got the, the neutral end. The neutral end twice even though they had all the items oh, to, they just didn't uh, get it to trigger the good end. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I'm sorry, I don't know how to help you. Joe's not here. <laughs> they were very enthused over the fact that the eye color changed. Yes, there were they a were, few comments were... about that too on the Dare page that people yes, which I love. Because that was the thing that Tricky threw in because uh, he wanted to. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, do it. And that, that was also caused because of a miscommunication that we just implemented where he originally designed the character to have blue eyes and you wrote a thing right at the start of the character describing themselves as having beautiful brown eyes. Because brown <laughs> eyes get no love. They really don't get any love. Mm. I don't have brown eyes, but they don't get any love. They're, they're the most common eye color. Mm -hmm. Speaking of you Tricky, like I just got a statement that Tricky wanted read onto, on this podcast. Oh, awesome. Go for it. Regarding things, I asked him about how he designed the character, what his vision for the world was, and any other comments he had. And what he had to say is, First of all, let me say that I was incredibly surprised and thankful to be invited onto this project, and that my two co-creators were nothing but hilarious and smart and helpful the whole way. As soon as I heard the prompt, I knew I wanted the game to feel as dark and deep as the theme. When it came to, uh, I'm, I'm just going to say the main character instead of saying the name, because I don't want to spoil everything for the ending. When it came to the main character at first, I was thinking of making a younger, more typical MC, but the more I sketched the more his character came out to me. I drew him and I basically knew that that was the design I wanted to go for. He had a relatable feel to him that I think worked for his situation. The world itself, I wanted to look a little off. The birch trees are uneven, the leaves are flat and almost dimensionless. This is also why I decided to use the noise texture and made the character mostly unshaded. I wanted the game to feel wrong. There's some unreleased art, hopefully coming soon, that carries this feeling even more, specifically for the bad ending. That art is going to get a little warped, but I'm not going to spoil anything on that. I hope that this is sufficient, and I'm really glad that many of you are able to enjoy the game that I helped create. Thank you again to Joe and Mab for inviting me, and I hope we can do this again 
sometime soon with more than three days next time. <laughs> 100%. I'm so looking forward to all of that. I, I'm I'm just so happy. Thank you guys for agreeing to do this with me. Because when I first brought the idea of doing this up to Joe, it was really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But it turned out to not be as overwhelming because of what we decided to do and because we had amazing people to join us with in it. Aeon and Tricky and... Yeah. Yeah, you guys are awesome. I just want you guys to know that you two should really be proud of yourselves. Uh, to get this done in under three days because I'm not even saying you took three days so to get this done in the amount of time that you had and to have something that has impacted people even like us as creators you really should be proud of yourself you put in a lot of work to this and it's beautiful thank you you're so sweet and you and Tricky should absolutely be just uno reverse card right back at yeah. you <laughs> just as proud if not more proud because you created yeah. so much in so much less time yeah you <laughs> you carried us like you, you especially are you kidding me? especially carried us because molly molly said that she built the game and atmosphere largely around your music i don't think she specifically stated she did that by listening to the music for each area on loop while writing it Yes, because I was <laughs> watching. So I was watching or listening into Joe. Joe was screen sharing with me, and so I got to listen to the music, and that's how that kind of clicked. Um, so it's because of you. So thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I actually did a thing earlier to see how long it took me to make all those songs, and it was a total time of about 45 minutes. <laughs> Of the songs. God, I wish I could write a book that fast. <laughs> no, you don't, girlfriend. <laughs> I wish I could do anything it's, aside from make a belt that fast. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty crazy. I don't really know what came over me, but I just thought it's great quality, and that I was able to kind of portray like my feelings into it for sure. If I listened to it, I'd be like, yeah, I wrote that. Like, awesome. I, I can definitely tell that I was the one that put that in. I have a lot of inspiration. I listen to too much music, but everything that I did for you guys was just like, I was focusing on what I was told and kind of like lingering on feelings about like what it entailed and kind of that horror implement almost in a way. I'm very good at writing ominous music, so. You are. Good to, yes, you are. Good to know. I'm just so looking forward to working with you both again. Absolutely. And because you mentioned D&D, you you. know that I'm going to have to get some stuff from you. Finger guns. (laughs) Wallet guns. No. (laughs) That's something that needs to be not invented. (laughs) Wallet guns. Joe will own a first edition of that and destroy his bank account. I'm just picturing a tiny, like, thumb. Not thumb thumb, like, knuckle of thumb to tip of your thumb size gun that fits in your wallet <laughs> like oh my god it just shoots out um, corners <laughs> by the way real quick i just wanted to screenshot this and share it with you at the time of this recording these are the these are the ratings we're almost to 20 ratings which is what we need for a final score and i think it's uh very possible that we'll be able to get that in the next three weeks i think it's but guaranteed we- in the next three weeks that the speed has been going but oh yeah I just need to play more games. Same. So these are the total scores so far, Aeon. Oh, wow. 
But I was I was not expecting that. Yeah, absolutely. At first it was like all fives, and I was like, okay, cool, that's the highest you can go. And now they're like all well within reach of twenty, and I'm like, what? What? Yeah. Because to qualify to qualify, you only need a score of twenty in one category. <laughs> but we're gonna hit a score of twenty in every category. Which is nuts. Wow. <laughs> I also want to just point out, I don't remember the name of who it was, but there was someone when we were watching that first streamer mm -hmm. who commented on a picture of the main character stepping on the nail. Oh, yeah. He, he just commented in chat, I don't like that picture. And I think that, <laughs> I think that was one of the best comments that I've heard for the game. <laughs> Not only that, but in that particular stream, they were like theorizing about what was going on. Oh yeah, too, and it was there so was theory great crafting, to see that. Which, oh my god, it's like this is everything I want in being a creative. I completely understand that. Yeah. You have no idea. <laughs> oh, now I just need to, at some point, learn properly how to make a game in Good Dough, and in the future, after we finish this, we can make a Good Dough port of it. That would be great. Yeah. Proper, I do. like, 2D isometric or 2D pixel something. We'll be the next Toby Fox. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, speaking of famous people and games, I the ultimate hope that I have is for, like, someone like Manly Badass Hero or Mark or Jack, though Jack feels the least likely to, to play our game, which is possible because we want to port it to Game Jolt and Steam once the play and rate is over and everything is patched. But the thought of that, especially Manly, just makes me so excited to make more game stuff because that's something that I want to do definitely, definitely do more of in the future because this is... That'd be so cool. That'd be so cool. This is our... I would love to add more songs as well if yes. you guys are yes. you introduce more to this game or yeah add more patches 100%. whatever you need i you got you sorry go ahead oh i was just saying i got it like oh, I got okay. <laughs> thank you you and tricky are welcome anytime literally full distorted remaster of every song for new game plus no -uh. i got you <laughs> i can do that <laughs> Oh. I hope, like, okay, so posing an idea. What if this would this would this would need some more heavy lore crafting? But we created a game based around the characters in the secret area, or because I feel like some of the, at least some of the things we make are going to be set in this in the pages in the same world. So that's going to be it'll be interesting. Yes, I feel like those characters are best to always be in the background. Is my personal view, but mm -hmm. we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm very excited for the future. <laughs> all right. Any final thoughts, Molly? I'm all set. Aeon, what about you? You're our guest. <laughs> I just want to say again, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Of course. These two are fantastic. So if you haven't already gotten a chance to check out other stuff they've done, please, please do. And please play our well yeah our game yes it is <laughs> very excited i was like wait can i say that is it ours <laughs> yes it say is yes <laughs> you're in the credits whoa see mom i made a name for myself <laughs> and as is customary with guests do you have any words of wisdom that you would like to impart upon the listener my words of wisdom is just you know listen to what other people are telling you sometimes it may not be good but all people need uh, is somebody to listen to them once in a while. Awesome. Aww. 
Well, thank you so much for joining us. You've been an absolute delight in every sense of the word. Thank you. That sounded weird. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. All right. That about covers it for this episode. Aeon, as your guest, if you would. We'll be in touch. This has been the Learner's Permit Podcast, available wherever fine podcasts are found. Our guest Aeon's links will be in the show notes, along with a link to our submission to Ludum Dare 48 Deeper and Deeper. That again is Stock, a tale from the pages. As always, we are the companion podcast to the Factotum Project on YouTube, which can also be found on Twitter and Instagram under the Factotum Project. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be in touch. <laughs>